Hello, it's Weekenders, um, a podcast about EastEnders. It's a roundup of EastEnders. It sort of says what it does on the tin in not so clear terms. Hi, Beth. How are you? Oh, I'm well, thanks, Jack. How are you? Yeah, um, I'm good. Sick of lockdown now. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, how is lockdown in LA? People are starting to fl- flirt with the rules a bit here. Like, went out today mm. and there's lots more cars around. Lots more people are kind of edging out of their houses. People are people are getting a bit restless. Beth, I've been all over the place. You've seen my tw- uh, my tweets to you, tweets to you, my texts to you. Mm-hmm. I've seen your tweets as well, love. You've absolutely taken off. <laughs> Do follow Jack on Twitter. He's um, he's playing an absolute blinder at the moment, <laughs> content wise. We'll um, say the link at the end. Uh, Yeah, sorry, go on. Um, Yeah. My my emotions have been played with. I don't know if I'm coming or going with who's buying the Vic. Sharon's obviously fled to Michelle. Yeah. Phil's still trying to buy the Vic, which I didn't think was... I thought that was it. I thought that was game over for the Vic and Sharon. Phil's still trying to buy it. Mm -hmm. But then... So then I was like, okay, it's a done deal. I'll give you your asking price. And then Linda was like, no, I don't want to sell the Vic to Phil. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe he won't get it. And I text you saying, why is Mitch asking so many questions about the Vic? And you said you'd love it if Karen was behind the bar. Oh, my God, I'd love it. But they haven't got any money. Mm. We're asked to suspend our belief a lot in soaps, and I'm very, very happy to do that. But Karen, living in that flat... There is no way she can afford... Her and Mitch, no. Like, how would they ever? They're, they're on universal credit. They can't True. buy the pub. Like, they just can't... I will, I will stop watching it because it will be that far from reality that I'll just be livid. <laughs> I'd give anything to see those two behind the bar. I think they'd absolutely smash it, but... No, no, no one would give them a mortgage for it, so no. I'm, I'm, putting, a, I'm putting a stop to that conversation immediately. I think it will so be So no. <laughs> so no. Or Bobby Beal. Bobby Beal's having a having a nightmare, isn't he? Can't catch a break. That's what happens when you murder someone when you're young, isn't it? You know when you start wake up and start a Monday really badly, and you're like, "Oh, I'm hungover. Like I'm, it's going to be a shit week now." If you like start your young adulthood with a murder under your belt, it does. It's a long hangover. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, so how do you feel about the Vic? Who, who's your money on now? Is it Phil? <sighs> Phil does always get what he wants, doesn't he? But I feel like Sharon will just come back and go, it's not what I want, you know? I, I didn't ask for this, Phil. Um, yeah, I just want my Denny back. I don't want the Vic. Yeah, and also the Queen The Queen Victoria, and... yeah. Mm. But then could Ben and Callum run it? That would be class. Have we ever had a gay couple running the Vic? No, but there's something you mentioned a couple of weeks ago. That's what would be. Yes, I did. I did. We talked about it. Yeah. That's what it should be. That's what it has to be. Phil has to buy it and bequeath it to Ben and Callum. I think I that's not beyond the realms of possibility because we've seen that Phil and Callum are sort of getting on with each other. Phil's trying to make it up to Ben because he fucked it all up. And Ben would be a good landlord, I think. Imagine him tap dancing on the bar. To Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that I really want that to happen. That's 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 my what my heart's saying. Yeah, I think 
I see that happening. I see Phil sort of getting it. As we just said, Sharon will come back, won't want anything to do with it. Ben will get it instead. What about the archers? What about bloody Dottie, eh? Yeah, when do we think this is going to blow up? I don't know, but it's so odd, her just still threatening Ian. It's like, I'm bored of it now. Either tell Sharon or don't. Like, what's your motivation, love? Just, she's doing her head in. I also feel like that's why they got rid of Sharon for a bit, because they couldn't... Sustain it. Yeah. You could, there's only so, because like, to be honest, she's a shit person for not telling Sharon. Exactly, yeah. So, at least you can be like, it was a couple of weeks, you were grieving, I was going to tell you, then you left. Yeah. Ian's just a slimy squid. Like, I just, yeah, I can't. He's so slimy. I also, as we've said before, hate Peter Beale. Brings the mood down in any setting. Like, he really brought the mood down this week when he came in and Bobby's, like, having a great time putting on his sunglasses, playing music that, like, I might put on. And he's, like, 20 years younger than me. <laughs> and I thought, what an odd choice. Like, a boy his age dancing to... Can you remember what the song was? It was a great song, anyway. Um, but it was very, like, not his generation. Um, it was very Ferris Bueller's Day Off, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That was the real vibe. So he's like got his shades on. He's like getting ready because he fancy. And Peter just comes in like a real killjoy, like really like snarky and just turns the music off as if to like embarrass him a bit. And then he's like, you've been using my aftershave. Yeah, you smell like me. You smell really nice. The whole interaction was so odd. And then he's like, so oh, odd. oh, yeah, is that my passport? Lol. That he's got Peter's passport. They don't look anything like each other. So that's not going to get him anywhere, Brexit-wise. Um, but, yeah, Peter's just so odd. He's got this really odd energy. And so, like, yeah, not not a fan. And him not being friends with Jay as well. Like, what the I hell? I love Jay. I love Jay. I've said it, said it before, and I'll say it again in case people are just tuning in now. Jay yeah. is my favourite character in EastEnders. Don't at me. Don't at me. Don't at her. Please do not. She will see. <laughs> I love him so much. I want to dive. We're going to come to Whitney in a bit, but I want to dive to actually this. I would say the, the B story of the week. But Beth, I haven't been able to focus on the story because Isaac's so fit. Oh, my God. We both agree on this as well, don't we? Yeah. I don't even listen to what he's saying because I'm like, oh, my God, you're so fit. Yeah, I I don't beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just like I just watched. I was watching it. And I was like, sorry, I don't know where we are in this sort of dynamic, but don't care. No, he's so sexy, and like I'm single on lockdown as well, mate. So it's like even worse for me. <laughs> so watching EastEnders <laughs> going, oh god, all these fit guys um... in East London that I don't have access to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Isaac we'll, we'll forget that. He's just there for our eye candy. He's just there for our like enjoyment, right? Yep. But I think now he knows that Patrick's his dad. Is Patrick his dad though? Yeah, I think so. Oh, he <laughs> is. Okay, fine. But how and why would they? So she was having an affair with Patrick, was she? What, like, and then she passed off Isaac as the other guys. Seems like it. Yeah, and I guess Yolandi was just there. 
Yeah. Because this is also what I was thinking. How old is Patrick? Looks oh good for God. his age, but is old. Yeah. He's recovered remarkably from his stroke, hasn't he? Mm. He's really come back Never fighting. Forget. He really has. But he's got to be 80. I'd say so, yeah. I'd put him at late 70s, early 80s, for sure. Isaac's 20s, right? Mid-20s, late 20s? Do you think? I'd say 30s, but... Oh, okay, fine, yeah. Fine, fine. Also, um, I don't know if you've heard, but men can have children at any age. Mick Jagger-wise. <laughs> true, that is true. But my God... Prolific. Yeah. He is prolific, famously, isn't he, Patrick? So he was he was basically going back to Trinidad, having it earth, and then coming back. Mm. God, because he's had a lot of ladies. Pat. Oh, yeah. Um, Cora, of course. Oh, my God, yeah. He's a charmer, though, isn't he? He's charming. Mm. He's fun. He's, yeah. Yeah, I see it. But um, I'm living for the story, if only for just... Isaac's um, broody, mad, smouldering face. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Okay, let's talk about... I've had a tits full of this storyline, if I'm honest, Beth. You know you know me. Yeah. Which one? The Whitney one, sorry. Um, I'm just done with it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of grey. I'm sort of not sick of this storyline, actually. I'm finding it really fascinating. And I love Whitney. And I find her such a complex, fascinating character. And I just, you just kind of wanted to have a break. Like Jay, really. Mm. You're just like, I just want so badly for you to have a nice, happy life. And I really felt it when she's like, I, can't, I don't want to go to prison. Like, I want kids, you know? Like, oh, my God, it's so tragic. So I'm sort of hanging on in there because I think she's such a great actress and she's so complex. I mean, the fact that I'd forgotten, see, but this is what's mad about having, like, two early week episodes. By the time it gets to the next week, you're like, oh, my God, yeah. Um, so I'd forgotten that the mum had kidnapped her. So I'm right. going, oh, my God, why is she run away? Oh, it really annoyed me finding the letters that Whitney wrote ages ago. Sometimes the plot devices are a little bit shoddy. It's like... Well, how long have those letters been in the bin? And you've seen stuff go on top of them, then all of a sudden there's not stuff on top of them anymore. And why would you just take, oh, there's a letter for you in here. Also, if there was a letter in the bin and you could see the top side of it, you'd assume that the other side had been ripped and it had been taken out. You wouldn't go, oh, there's an unopened letter in the top of the bin for no reason. Oh, how's that <laughs> fallen in there? Sometimes with stuff like that, I'm like, oh, come on, guys, do better. You know, like, yes, yeah, do better. Yeah. Like, it's there is an easier way to go, even if, like, I'd go, Jean, Jean's ring falls off, and she's like, Oh my god, there's the one Daniel gave me. I have to get it and go through the bin. She's throwing everything out, and then it's like, What are these? Oh, there's some letters, you know, because she wrote quite a lot of letters as well. I'm like, Please do better with that stuff, just do it. Don't have, Oh, there's a letter in yeah. here. Oh, perfect, yeah, what the fuck? Um. And it was days ago, so that really irritated me. Anyway, maybe it just feels like it was days ago because of the thing being split up. Um, but yeah, and then when she was... I was thinking, where is she? Thank God Max got her that burner phone. But also, I know. But also when the mum came in and the phone rang and she's like, oh, another phone. I'm like, why hasn't Whitney been using that other phone? I wrote that down. Why didn't she what? just use the phone in the beginning? It's like a really bad episode of 24. If Jack Bauer wasn't using his burner phones. 
<laughs> she knew she had like what what was she waiting what moment was she waiting for i know and then thank god that max yeah max has come come up absolute trumps hasn't he absolute trumps great great max once again max once again is the renegade master yeah People, babadoo, powers of the people. <laughs> I'm gonna have that as an earworm now for the rest of the afternoon. Thanks. Um, yeah, so that so was really good. We... Um, what, what's gonna happen now? Do you think they'll just rescue her? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon she'll be rescued, and the mum. <gasps> oh, yeah, because the mum knew about Tony. We knew she was a bad egg from day one. Big time bad egg. So I think she'll be saved. She'll she'll either I reckon she'll either give herself up or kill herself. What the mum? Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I was going to say Whitney. You really don't like Whitney. Do you? Um, <laughs> agreed. Whitney. Agreed. That AA meeting was funny with Phil and Linda, wasn't it? Just to pedal back a little bit. I, I love. You, I you love can't Phil. come to this meeting. This is where I go, and Phil's like, "That's not how it works." <laughs> yeah, Linda really doesn't get alcoholism, does she? We did a poll actually, Beth. Um, we said who should get the Vic, and we put Sharon, um, the Panasars, Mick and sorry, Mitch and Karen, or someone new. That's what we put. Those are our four options. It was tied for Sharon and someone new. So, oh, that that's a bit Brexit, isn't it? A bit Brexit, quite Brexit. Um, we'll keep just fighting between the two. Yeah, and we we haven't um, talked this week really about the. I'm just relaxing into it now. The fact that none of them are in quarantine and we are. But EastEnders have tweeted something this week, haven't we? And I missed it, but you've alerted me to it. Yes, and I'm obsessed they, with this. They've acknowledged it. Um, they tweeted, choose your E20 quarantine house. So who would you love to stay with if you had to be quarantined? And they've given us some options. Uh, in 53A, uh, Callum, Stuart and Rainey reside. In 5A, Suki, Kirat, Jags and Vinny. In 5B, um, is Ruby, <laughs> solo Ruby. And in... Number 18, it's Jay, Billy, Janet and Will. Now, what's hilarious is the fact that they haven't even bothered to put Ian's house in there because they know no one <laughs> to go fucking near it. Karen's house, full of, like, a baby and, like, like Keegan and Tiff shouting at each other. Like, I mean, everyone's just They're like, in room. We, we won't even put those ones in there. We don't want Chantel's house because Grey's abusive, although you, if, he probably wouldn't do it if there was a guest there, so maybe that would be good. Mm. Um but my, for me, there is no. I look at that straight away, and I'm like, no doubt, it's Ruby. Me and Ruby, it's Ruby we'll for just me. Have drinks, watch a bit of telly, have a laugh, talk about boys. Yeah, I go. I've got to go the same. Ruby, she has she has nice taste. So from what I've seen, yeah, um, it's just her. So it's more space. Oh yeah, it'd be lush, um, perfectly suit us. But can I ask if you could? Because me and my mum played this in the garden the other day. We were sat out in the garden and we were having a little glass of wine. And it was sunny and it was so nice. 
And we were like, oh my God, if we could have 10 people here, if we could choose 10 people to have here with us now, 10 lovely people, who would they be? So we just talked for ages about what different people would bring and how oh, they'd be a laugh and we'll have them, but not their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, you know, splitting couples <laughs> up. It was really brutal. Um, but now if you could have a quarantine house on the square with three other people, just three characters that you put in a house... You can split Ooh. them up from their already established things. Who would you have? Oh, Gina be a fucking laugh, mine, wouldn't she? Making a sausage surprise. She might do your head oh. in She, oh, that's so interesting. I think we can both mm. agree on, what's his name? Oh, Isaac. Isaac. Look at me, I've so objectified him, I haven't even acknowledged his name. Um, I I mean yes, but he'd be like I wonder if he I don't think he'd be like a fun housemate. That's not what I want him for. True. In that case, bloody add Kush to the list. Mm. It's not going to be an orgy house. <laughs> <laughs> so Isaac. So I'm having Isaac. I'll have. Who else is like a lot? Oh, Tina. She'd be a right fucking laugh. Tina would be great. I love Tina. Isaac, Tina and Mick. Okay, good selection. Oh my God, that'd be class. That's a great selection, actually. Thanks, thanks, hon. I'd go Denise, because Denise is a fucking laugh. Denise is a laugh. And she's like, she's also like, she she's a good for like a drunken chat. She's like, yeah, she's good she's, for a chat. She's, Loves, you know, she's fun, but also she's got some good intelligent, like, you know, you know, good. So I'm going to go Denise. Denise Cathy. Oh, hilarious. Because <laughs> Cathy can be fun, I reckon. Um, oh, I really like Cathy. Yeah, she'd be making you spag ball every night. That's a and, from an oh, and she'd be a loose cannon. She'd be a really loose cannon, but I'm saying rainy. Oh, yeah, nice choice. Very female heavy house, that. Love it. Mm. Mm. Oh, fun game. Really fun. And then, just quickly, I don't know if we've got time because you're in charge of this podcast because I shouldn't be allowed <laughs> in charge of anything. Um, three worst. What would be your hell house? So, like, oh, the three nice. worst people to be quarantined with on Albert Square. So, we've got our best. Now, what's the worst? Okay, 100% Ian. Ian's on my... I've literally just written Ian down. So, we've both got Ian. He's awful stuff, isn't he? He is gross. Ian... Ian... Honey's a bit dull. Is she still on it? Yeah, she is. Um, but I, I won't choose her. She's not that bad, so I won't choose Honey. But I do find her. I do find her quite dull. Um, so Ian. Oh, what about Suki? <gasps> yes, Suki. She horror is bag. horrible. And probably Linda at the minute. Yeah, she is being irritating, but she's not going on my list. 
So you've got Suki, Linda and Ian. I've got Ian, Suki and... Grey. I hate him. Yeah, 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 actually. He's so vile. I also, like, hate... Do you know some, like... I hate when, obviously, he's a scumbag. But even, like, when he's being angry in front of, like, other people, he's, like, he's that type of angry that I'm just like, oh, shut up. He's, like, like almost, like, grits his teeth, like, spits through his mouth. Yeah, he's really vile. There's just nothing wrong about shut him. Yeah, he's gross. And Ugh. I think it's quite a good comment on society that, like, if you're a well-turned-out, educated white man with a good job nobody's even batting an eyelid at his behaviour. And I think that, yeah. that you know, that is what a lot of life is like. Like, mm. he's getting away with this in no uncertain terms because he's attractive, white man with money, educated, well turned out. So it's like nobody's, yeah. like, the fact that Chantal, like, visibly cowers away from him in fucking pub, it's like terrified of him. Like, like, I thought when he, you know, when he called and went mad on the phone, and they were like, oh, we got our first call in the call centre. And he went mad. Like, I, like, you would go, you should, you, you know, as a friend, you'd go, you shouldn't be that scared of your partner ever. Yeah. You know, like yes. nobody, everybody sees her like freak when he reacts in a certain way. And oh, I'm not home or he's called me and I haven't called him back. Like nobody's even acknowledged it apart from Mitch briefly and then said that he was wrong. Um, but like, yeah, it's just a lesson in life, isn't it? To like, people say don't, you know, people are very much judging a book by that its cover. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, sorry, that was a bit deep. But yeah, I, um, <laughs> I hate him. He's the worst. Hopefully he'll get his comeuppance soon as well. He'll be put in the grey. He'll be greyed out. Greyed out. Um, um, and on that note, Beth, we're going to say goodbye for another fun edition. Uh, get in touch with us at WeekendersPod underscore um, and keep Albert squaring. Keep Albert squaring. Lots of love. <laughs> <laughs>